Destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. So Joe Biden cracks 270 according to the media. And we'll see why that's important here in just a second. I'm Adrian Slade. You know, the reason why I held off on doing a podcast was because I really wanted to see what was going on with the election. And if it was just a cut and dry election, you know, if Biden won legitimately, then I would say, hey, congratulations. Sucks that we lost. Let's come back next time. But no, it was it was the most insane election I've ever seen the most insane steal. And you may think, hey, why is he saying he stole the election? Is he being sour grapes? No. Think about it. Wisconsin had more people vote than registered. Nevada had thousands of people vote that didn't even live in the state. You had Michigan, which now they're calling back to, to Trump in cer- certain counties. Um, you had machines that went crazy. You know, this was the... Uh, the hanging chads of 2020 was the co- computer glitch machines. They're the hanging chads. You also had, it, you had magical ballots. They just showed up. 149,000 all going to the same candidate. Joe Jorgensen didn't get a vote out of it. There was no errors on the vote. All prist, uh, pristine, clean voting ballots going straight to one candidate. Eureka! I mean, it's the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes election. Your ballot shows up in the mail. You fill it out. You send it back. Wow, you can get it counted whenever you like. And you can keep voting beyond the voting day, which is unconstitutional. Article, was it Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2, defines election day. And what these state, what these state Elector, uh, the state election laws that were switched around by the state judicial branches and not by the legislature proves that that's unconstitutional. But that's a whole nother thing. And Mark Levin, you can listen to him to get more details on that angle. But the fact that, I mean, what are they going to say? Oh, Joe Biden, he ran a heck of a campaign from the basement of his house. You know, no ground game, no canvassing. No knocking on doors, just, you know, zooming it in. And, and I mean, no going to, to battleground states. His rally has five people there. And yet we're to believe that in states that he w- was expected to win, his margins were very small. But the, st- the battleground states, Eureka, he was able to just conquer those. Not in the beginning at the very end. But you know what? They told us this was going to happen. They, this whole thing, I mean, you could say I'm conspiracy theorist minded or whatever, but it's starting to look like this election is Vegas. You know, we still don't know why the guy showed up and shot 50 some people at a country music concert. This, this election is Jeffrey didn't kill himself where he suddenly offed magically in a maximum security prison cell where the cameras just, ah, they just turned off. That's what we're dealing with. But this whole thing, they started Event 201. Look up the hashtag. We've talked about it. John Hopkins, what was it, uh, uh, World Economic Forum, who was putting out tweets about, hey, you don't need private property rights. 
We'll give you everything you need under a socialist government. You'll like it. World Economic Forum, right? Why is the World Economic Forum praising communism? Because it's part of the UN, which China owns. China owns the WHO. So they war game out a pandemic with Bill Gates Foundation, with a, under Event 201, World Economic Forum, John Hopkins University, all involved. And then Eureka, we have an actual pandemic. And what do they do? They lock us down in our homes. And then they put out this idea. Oh, yeah, you're, you can't go to the polling place. You're going to have to you're going to have to mail in your ballot. The publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes selection. And then what ends up happening when that happens? Uh, well, we have riots. Ah, social justice riots. They don't need to be under the COVID-19 uh, lockdown standards. But you can't vote. You can't go to church. You can't praise the Lord with singing because you're going to infect everybody. But hey, you can go loot, pull down some statues. And then we see hashtag the Great Reset, which is another World Economic Forum. Soros is involved. Davos. This is the meeting that's coming up in May. And they pushed it back. Davos is the meeting where the elites are going to reshape the global economy into something more socialist-like. So they had to steal this election. That's what they did. I mean, mailing, mailing ballots, magical ballots showing up. You got one room that has a whole ton of ballots. Oh, pipe burst. Oh, darn, dang. Oh, sucks. If we had no luck, we had no luck at all. So you're what you're witnessing the coup and what they did with the media. Now they're all saying, oh, well, Joe Biden won because they put up that tweet. The Washington Post put up that tweet about, well, you know, elections have to be called by the press. You know, the press should be allowed to call Virginia with one percent counting. Right. Fox News, the le the press should be able to call Florida in 2000 before the uh, before the Florida panhandle has a chance to finish voting. That's where the hanging chads came from. Oh, the press is allowed to call Arizona for Biden. Thanks, Fox News. Zero percent counting. So now they're allowed to call the entire election for Biden. And they gaslighted you in the beginning because they said, you know what? Trump's not going to concede. He's not going to concede. Hey, Trump, are you going to concede? Are you going to concede? A million times because they knew that this was going to be how they won the election and Trump wouldn't concede. And they're going to play on his his willingness to never back down and try to make it as sour grapes. And you're going to witness that. But this is what they were planning to do all along. They told us that they were going to do this. Nancy Pelosi said so. But we are ready. I feel very confident that Joe Biden will be elected president on Tuesday, whatever the end count is, but on the election that occurs on Tuesday, he will be elected on January 20th. He will be inaugurated president of the United States. The Transition Integrity Project. Oh, I wonder whose transition integrity do we need to protect? Joe Biden's. Yeah, they knew it was going to happen. They war game this out with Podesta and all them. Oh, what happens if Trump doesn't concede? Maybe we lose California. They secede from the union. They, they war game this, guys. They planned this out. This was all in the game plan. And you fell for it. You walked around with your mask on. You hid in your house for seven months. You were told, ah, your kids can't go to school. You can go to the liquor store 
and get some libations to deal with the screaming brats who are going to be in your house zooming their classwork all day. You were allowed that, but you weren't allowed out of your house, but you were allowed to go vote in person. CDC said, hey, even if you have coronavirus, you can go to the polls and vote in person magically. So just think about what they did. They shut down your livelihood, your business. They destroyed your family's economy. They wrecked the well-being of kids and families, their education. Why did they do all of this? Because that's how badly they wanted power. I mean, they telegraphed everything they were going to do. They telegraphed the fact that they were going to steal the election and that Trump wasn't going to concede. They telegraphed the fact that, oh, well, you know, you can't come out of your house. I mean, they telegraphed the pandemic under event 201. So what should Trump do? Never concede. He must fight this in the courts. He must fight this with recounts, audit voting, throw out the mail-in voting, keep the absentee because those votes were vetted. But you can't concede on this one. This isn't one where you go, ah, shucks. Well, you know, we got to be the bigger men. We got to, you know, the people have spoken. We got to lose with, uh, with grace. No, because he didn't win legitimately. And if you allow them to keep power illegitimately stolen the way they did, they're going to slam the door behind them. I had somebody tell me, well, you know, they can have an, we can have a red wave in 2022. If they can fix the elections like this, you're never going to have a red wave. If local, look, they, you have to realize this wasn't just top down. This was bottom up. This was your, your city council, your school board screwed you into staying home. Your city council allowed cities to burn. Your mayor was in on the action. Your governor told the police to stand down. The cities that did the voting, the voting scamming, are the cities that had the coronavirus lockdowns the biggest. Your attorney general was letting the kids out of, out of, out of jail that were burning the places down. Your attorney general was in on making sure the, the vote ballot scam happened. Your senators, they threw you under the bus. And you know what? Your GOP is doing nothing to support Trump. The other thing I keep seeing is this idea about the Senate. Oh, the Senate will be the firewall. Well, they're starting to steal that too because we have two runoffs down in Georgia now. But here's the thing. When did Mitch McConnell ever do anything to block Obama? He blocked Obama's judicial appointments. He blocked the Supreme Court judicial appointment. But that's about it. Do we really believe that the Senate is going to do anything to protect us? No, they never do. They roll over and make deals with Biden because they're all beholden to China. M Mitch McConnell, Dianne Feinstein, they're all beholden to China. If Trump was smart right now, he would start a new party. The Republican Party would go the way of the Whigs. The new tent, the sovereignists, not populist nationalists like everybody wants to say, because that lends itself to a arrogantly 
isolated country. We want our sovereignty to be protected. That's what we want. The sovereignist would go along with Trump. And the Republican Party would be left as a shell of itself. Kind of like what would happen if Donald Trump left Twitter. The supporters would follow. The reporters would follow him. The trolls that want to stir crap up, they would follow. Who would be left? No one. Same with the party. And then Trump should start a news network and decimate Fox News, which I've heard he is. There was a rumor saying, well, if Trump loses the election, he may start a news network. And he'll take Hannity, Tucker, and Laura Ingram with him. <laughs> Do it! Because this is what the news media needs to be decimated and they're already decimating themselves but if you had somebody on the outside providing legitimate news providing legitimate opinion providing unfettered unbiased actual news it would it would shine a light on all of the other networks bigger than what we already see already but you have to realize they planned this they telegraphed it. They told us in advance this stuff was going to happen. Hillary Clinton said, you know what? Joe Biden should not concede. So we've got to have a massive legal operation. I know the Biden campaign is working on that. We have to have poll workers. And I urge people who are able to uh, be a poll worker. We have to have our own uh, teams of people to counter the the force of intimidation that the Republicans and Trump are going to put outside polling places. This is a big organizational challenge, but at least we know more about what they're going to do. And, you know, Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances because I think this is going to drag out. And eventually, I do believe he will win if we don't give an inch. Because she knew. Because whatever is behind this, I got said this ad nauseum, ad nauseum, whatever is behind this, the regime flipping that they did through the Middle East, the money they made off the Ukraine, the money they made off China, the fact that China is going to run the United States basically through a, a Harris-Biden administration to which they're saying Kamala Harris is now the world's first African-American and first Asian-American Vice President, somehow she's both of those. It's unbelievable. You know, but they're going to, China's going to run the United States via Harris Biden. And then when Biden becomes too senile to make any sense, they'll 25th Amendment him out of the way. So it has to be fought because we don't have any levels of protection as we should. We don't have the fail-safes anymore. Those were destroyed under Obama. We got some of the courts back under Trump, thank God. But most of the Trump, most of the courts they're going to run this through are going to be those districts where Obama judges or holdovers for uh, Zell Miller, like the, the holdover for Zell Miller down there who's retiring at the end of the year, who struck down the Georgia recount or the Georgia poll-watching uh, court order. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna holdovers from Clinton deciding a Clinton run presidency from the outside through Joe Biden because it's basically gonna be Hillary Clinton and the cabal. Bill Clinton, 
you know, going to Epstein Island. That stuff will be exposed if Trump were staying in power. Trump can do one of two things. If he's legitimately going out, he needs to slam the door behind him and drop that information, declassify everything. Maybe he'll start his own news network and put it up on there. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be two birds with one stone? And then how about you run Don Jr. in 2024 with Donald Trump right on stage with him every night? Those are possibilities, but still, are we going to be able to have voter integrity in 2024? Are we going to have some weird scandemic show up and the next thing you know, we're voting from our basement via publisher's sweepstakes, you know, the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes? Hey, your ballot arrives like, you know, one of those HVAC coupons in the mail. I mean, I, I don't know. I just want you to know that we need to keep our fight on. We need to keep the fight on. We need to keep pressing on, even though some of the GOP, you know, the smart set, the think tanks, they're out there saying, well, you know, we should concede. The election has integrity. We shouldn't just concede to, uh, we shouldn't just assume that the election should, uh, should, should, could have been fraudulent, you know? We can't just assume that the election would be stolen because there's all these safeguards and bull crap. There's no safeguards in place. They've been removed. It needs to be challenged on constitutional basis. It needs to be audited. All of this has to happen. And just keep in mind, the gaslighting you're seeing is only going to get bigger because now they think they've got Trump on the ropes and they think, okay, we backed him into a corner, so we're just going to continue to nail him with headline after headline after headline after news report after news report. And that's what they're going to do because they want they want this to be their mask. They want this to be their coronavirus mask where they go on TV and report outside with a mask on. They want that narrative painted because they they saw it worked. So keep that in mind as the election goes on. I just wanted to at least do a podcast to give you an idea of where I'm at on all this, but I'm not too happy. We don't have a happy Adrian Slade today. Sorry. But I want to thank you for tuning in. I'm Adrian Slade. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker, iHeart, tune in. Google, I mean, as long as we're still allowed to have free speech, I'm going to keep making them. And uh, you can check it out on uh, check out the blog, adrianslateshow.com. Donate if you like. Financial support would be very helpful. Anchor.fm slash adrianslade is where you can donate. And you can also call into the show if you want to be on. 929-GO-GO-USA. That's 929-GO-GO-USA. We'll see you guys next time.